Hi there, this is Mr. Oliveira, the podcast, an open space for honest and meaningful conversations with new episodes every week. What comes to your mind when you think of Bahia? <laughs> well, if you've been there, you probably know the kind of people we are. And our guest today, he is one of a kind. Jimmy is an English teacher who has taken social media by storm. With his laid-back and chill personality, he has already been noticed by many big names from the ELT, English language teaching community. He is also an expert in phonetics, phonology, and dialectology, besides having an impressive British accent. In this very casual talk, we discuss language acquisition, accents, Harry Potter, geek culture, and the future of e-learning. Do you fancy a ride? Get your tea ready and join us. Hey there! What's up? Hello, mate. How is it going? I'm doing fine. Thank you so much for asking. I'm so glad that you're here. Me too, me too. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> I feel honored. Likewise. Let me just start by telling you uh, how I met you online. I was just scrolling oh, I... through my feed and then I think the first thing that I noticed was your accent. Because, <laughs> you know, it was... <laughs> I think this is the first thing people notice when they see you online, especially on Instagram. It's your accent because... You know, it was so perfect, so perfect that I couldn't, you know, tell if you were Brazilian or British. But seriously, <laughs> the first time I saw you online, I was like, come on, he's British, of course, he's British. Like, <laughs> how can you be so perfect? You know, because you sound so perfectly British. I have to Thank say that. Thank you so much. So it's, it's really cool, like, what you do. Your, like, all this presence that you have online... It's so important because people can see how far they can go with English. So I'm really proud of you for being from Bahia and just, you know, representing our country and our state. So I'm really proud of you. Thank you so much for, you know, joining me today. Thank you so much for your kind words, mate. I feel honored, <laughs> honestly. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I, I don't know if I'm representing anything. But yeah. no, I, just, <laughs> I just do what I do, right? But yeah, but I think it's... You are. I think because that was uh, what a lot of people would think like when they when they first saw me so mm -hmm. uh, back in the day I, I would only post videos in English I would only mm -hmm. post videos in English. like all my videos were in English like back in um, 2018 2019 uh -huh. and um, I didn't speak any Portuguese So a lot of wow. people, like, I had Italian followers, um, people from other countries in South America, even mm -hmm. Ireland and other other countries. They were like, oh, so you're British, right? Okay, I'm going to follow you. But then I said, no, I'm, I'm actually Brazilian because I did a Q&A, a Q&A &A, a &A uh -huh. video. And a lot of my Brazilian followers were like, what the fuck? <laughs> how, how come and I, was like, yeah, yes, I can only imagine yes I can only imagine so you, you kind of tricked people into believing that you were British yeah Is I did that for a year it, because <laughs> like my first intention was to go um, to, 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 to teach like to, for everyone like every mm -hmm. country but the algorithm would recommend me yeah, more yeah. for the For the Brazilian followers, even though I would speak English, mm -hmm. 
right? So it kind yeah. of um, it, it was not as interesting for me and for like my growth on Instagram mm-hmm. and YouTube that I would keep um, speaking English all the time. I need to speak some Portuguese. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you got like a huge uh, audience now because you are becoming a thing and I'm following you and I noticed like how, how far you are, you are going to, um, you know, with these platforms, with TikTok and, you know, Instagram. I don't know if you are, you know, present uh, on Twitter as well. I don't know if you have Twitter, if mm-hmm. you have a, a, an account. But yeah, you know, I have, from I yes. do have an account, but it's like I don't, I just don't post that a lot. Mm-hmm. Not my, it's not my thing, and I have yeah. to do manage a lot of um, a lot of platforms, a lot of apps at the same mm-hmm. time. But I have to create content for YouTube, for for Instagram, for TikTok, yeah. and pieces of content for each platform. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I, I do post the same thing on TikTok and Instagram, but yeah, so it's mm-hmm. it's a very hard task. Yeah, very really hard. So yeah. Twitter would be just another one for me to, to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let me get you know started with the question that I have for you today. Um, when did you fall in love with English? Like, how was your language acquisition process? Uh, when I entered my biomedicine course, like th- th- that was my my first major. It wasn't literacy, mm-hmm. right? It was in language. Yeah. It wasn't in languages. Me too. Uh, like I, I started by doing like. Um, computer science and then I switched to something completely different because you know letters was my true calling you know <laughs> yeah that's yeah. it <laughs> you know you know how I feel right so yeah I yeah. started um, studying biomedicine but I just like a couple of months I mean I, I think it was um, a semester only a semester later was like no that's not for me mm-hmm. but the good thing about joining this major, joining this major was the that there was a, uh, there was an English course there, right? So mm-hmm. yes, they, like the college and this um, English school was like a mm-hmm. uh, they were they were like partners. So if you studied in the, in that college, you would get some discount on the mm-hmm. language school. Right, so I started doing this course, but it didn't work for me because it was like this is the the same shit that I had in school, the same type of class. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like general American. Uh, the, the the teachers' accent, like the English they taught there, was pure mm-hmm. general American. Uh, we would learn a lot of grammar, and I wasn't learning, like teaching vocabulary and grammar. So I I mm-hmm. had to learn. Um, Oh, this is called a turtleneck, like the the, the shirt. Right? <laughs> this is a sweater. Yeah, yeah, this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, not a lot of um, practical stuff, like real mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So, so, is there anything that you know in particular inspired you to go for the RP accent? Yeah. No. Yeah. I, like I'm getting there. That you... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, no, this is this is the same the same shit that I learned in school. I, yeah. I couldn't say one single sentence, but the, wow. the access I, I do, right? So I'm, I'm, I was really bad at the time. I couldn't speak at all. So I was like, do you know what? I'm going to learn. Um, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to learn my own way. 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I asked some friends what they did, what they had done at the time to learn English or to practice, and most of them said, "Oh, I listen to music, I watch videos, I watch series and stuff." And I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna do something about it. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna create a method um, that I can, um, that I that, that will allow me to be fluent at a language." So that's what mm-hmm. I did. And the first um, first saga that came to my mind um, was Harry Potter, obviously. Wow, is awesome. I'm a huge fan one. of Harry. Potter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I was crazy about it at the time, uh, but I've, I had only watched the uh, the, the movies in the, in the dubbed version, like not even mm-hmm. subtitles. Like that was how bad I was. Right, so uh-huh. I started. Yeah. So I thought, like, how did I learn English? Oh, not English, Portuguese, as a kid, and I kind of like it, it was kind of like. I'm afraid we we all know um, the the basics of my method, right? Like, watch yeah. it with titles, uh, with subtitles on, and then without subtitles. Like first with subtitles of Portuguese, Portuguese. We all know this um, general stuff about um, learning a language um, with like um, media products, export like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, we all know that. Like a similar method. But then mm-hmm. I started writing everything I was doing, um, every step I took, I, I, I wrote it down, and it became a method. Like, uh, like me going through the the whole thing was just kind of a, a natural process. I need, That's I kind of need, I, I kind of knew what I needed to do with this general knowledge that we all have uh, about this um, acquisition process, because it's also mm-hmm. A simulation of what we did with Portuguese, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. To, yeah, this mm-hmm. acquisition process, but in different ways. We don't need to be immersed in, um, like, it, it's 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 a fake immersion. I mean, not fake, but um, it's a distant immersion. Like, uh, we, we we don't need to go to the country, like to the UK in my case. But mm-hmm. I was immersed. Through the internet, right? Through the, through the movies, yeah. through the the daily vlogs. So that's how I. That was my acquisition process. So it um, was natural for you then. It was very natural. You kind of like got immersed in the language to actually learn everything about you know structure and grammar vocabulary. Yes, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I can't say that it was easy, but it was fun, right? Yeah, no, actually, uh, like, was... the most important thing is to make it fun, right? We have yes, to make it fun for ourselves it. and for our students, too. Speaking of students, um, should they let go of their own accents in order to reach the perfect pronunciation? And by perfect, I mean, like, their um, idea of perfect English. I, I can't say that they should, but they can. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of a a a polemic theme I've actually recorded very controversial yeah stories but I I recorded a video about this um, Mm -hmm. on it's it's still unedited I'm gonna post it 
um, soon. But my point of view is just that they can, if they really want to learn a native accent, they they can do it, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't need to. It's something that's not supposed to be mandatory, like yeah, um, like we see in a lot of schools. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. language school, like even if you speak with a British accent, and the lang- and the and the school um, teaches you to speak with an American accent, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna say, "Oh, you're wrong. Pronounce it like this. You have to speak like yeah. this." So this is bad. Nobody yeah, should be, yeah. No, no one should tell um, a person how they should talk. Right? It's 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 ridiculous. But if they really want to uh, learn or acquire a a um, a native accent, they can. Like, mm-hmm. genetics, phonology. Um, if they go on some training, yeah, it just it just requires more effort because they really yeah. you know want to go for it, and you know that is actually a big problem because they might get frustrated very easily because they they will see that they cannot reach like their own idea of you know perfect English. So it is mm-hmm. like um, a major point you know for for them to kind of like realize that they are not doing the right thing. Because we know how accents work, you know, mm-hmm. it is not like people say, "Oh, you kind of speak like a native." So how could you like go off your Brazilian accent or something like that? I said, "No, my accent is totally Brazilian. I speak. I think I speak like a Brazilian." So there are some you know nuances uh, in the way that we talk that can show people that you are not from their country, and they you know they, they will notice that it's you know obvious sometimes for them. Yeah, yeah. For some people, it might be frustrating, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why, like, like you said, like one of the most important things when you're learning something is having fun with it. Right? I had yeah. so much fun. It was yeah, like I was telling you as well. It wasn't easy, but it was fun, right? Yeah. It's not something mm-hmm. easy, especially mastering an accent. It's not something easy. You have to yeah. study a lot. You have to because like. Most people who just who just um, imitate other um, other people who speak in who speak in um, other accents, they yeah. are gonna reach a specific level. Like they might be, they, they might get uh, really good at those accents, but to, mm-hmm. to generally master it, it's like uh, you need to you need to have yeah, yeah you need to go a bit further. There's a whole baggage of you know, culture involved, like, you know, it's history and culture all together. You have yeah. to study everything about the culture of the place that you want to, you know, talk like about. And it's so, um, it demands a lot of time and effort. So I think a lot of students, they are not um, ready to do that. And, you know, people today, they want things uh, immediately. They don't want to wait for anything. So That's they get true. frustrated very easily. <laughs> It's a big problem for for us as teachers, but also you know for them if they are always trying to be perfect, but without you know putting in the efforts and the time and energy that they actually need to do that. Absolutely, yes. So, um, do you consider yourself a geek because you are involved with pop culture? I know that. Um, yeah, I, we, we can. I think I can say that. Um, 
I'm a, I'm a geek, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not just crazy about anything, but Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm not that um, like that guy who has um, comics and you know Funkos, whatever you call those little toys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like uh, those items that you 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 have about like Star Wars and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not that kind of guy but I do like the geek culture like I'm a, I'm a huge fan of um, Lord of the Rings um, yeah. Game of Thrones um, I love Game of Thrones so much <laughs> yeah yeah I didn't like the the last season a lot but yeah I think we, we don't even have to talk about the, the last season <laughs> so yeah let's I think we can talk what about do you know, like Thrones in a different time yeah, what did they do with, with the last season? Bloody hell. If you could give any advice to an English student today, what would it be? The most important advice, like they shouldn't, you know, take for granted. You don't need to rush. Take your time um, to acquire a language, to master an accent. Take your time. You don't need to rush. Because a lot mm. of people, um, they, they get so obsessed with getting fluent that yeah. they just panic. They... They think it's just um, a line that they have to cross, but no. We're becoming more and more fluent every single day, right? And when, yeah. when you realize you're fluent, just do your thing, have fun. This this is important as we've just... Yeah. Just uh, enjoy the, um, the ride. Just enjoy the ride, the adventure of the experience, right? Because it's so amazing that it will surprise you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Totally, and yeah. And what's your biggest accomplishment so far since you started teaching English? That's a good one. Um, <laughs> first of all, um, I would say my studies in phonetic phonology and dialectology, this like this is priceless to me, really. Because mm-hmm. I get to know like not only not only understand how people talk, but also um, I can use this knowledge to acquire other languages. Do you think um, that the future of e-learning is um, promising? Do you think it's promising? Do you think that we are going to have lots of, you know, accomplishments by, you know, teaching online? Presential teaching and online teaching are completely different. I mean, they're not completely different, but they're somehow different. There are a lot of things that you yeah. that you can um, reuse. There are a lot of things that you have to adapt. Um, mm-hmm. There are a lot of there are a lot of things that you can. Um, create that we don't even know right yeah but that's me. yes i think it's it's very promising because we have we have the world to explore i've already taught um some some students through league of legends like playing a game um mm-hmm. <laughs> that's through so Google cool. Earth. yeah using mm-hmm. like teach i was teaching directions like in this mm-hmm. league of legends match i was teaching um advice and um soft softened criticism right mm-hmm. we watched the replay and it, they had to to say what i did wrong what it what i did right and what i could what i could have done better what i should mm-hmm. have done better right it's so nice mm-hmm. yeah so like it's it's um there are limit, limitless possibilities right yeah, I think, you know, that's that's so cool to see how creative we can be because we have so many tools now, uh, yeah. you know, in our hands. 
So would you like to promote any special page that you follow on Instagram or Twitter? That I follow? Yeah, that you um, personally like. Th th that's this guy called Gary V. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's just great, man. He's fantastic. But he gives, like, he's an entrepreneur. What about yours? If you like phonetics, phonology, accents, like dialectology, if, you, if you're interested in um, understanding a little bit about um, about how English works when it comes to pronunciation and um, accents, like, yeah, you should follow me <laughs> at English with Jimmy. That's it. Okay. Awesome. So uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, you know, you know that I've been meaning to talk to you for a long time, but I think I, I was looking for the perfect occasion to do that. So I think now that's it. Thank you so much, Jimmy. Yeah, thank you so much. That's that was my honor, really. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Follow at English with Jimmy on Instagram and also my page at Teacher Liel if you want to see more content in English every day. Please take care of yourselves, guys. Stay safe and thanks so much for listening. See you next week. Bye bye.